Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Quick, episode 121. I think what's the word? A palindrome when something's the same backwards as forward. That's pretty fun. But today we're going to be talking about the secret life of Walter Mitty on this Christmas Eve, 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 Eve day. And uh, yeah, this is recommended by our patron, Reese David. Uh, so shout out to him. Shout out to everyone in the Patreon and our Discord. Uh, check out the links in the description down below to go and check those out. And with that, we'll get uh, right into the movie. It's directed by Ben Stiller, obviously starring him as well in the titular role of Walter Mitty. The tagline is Stop Dreaming, Start Living. And the synopsis is a timid magazine photo manager who lives life vicariously through daydreams embarks on a true life adventure when a negative goes missing. Starring Ben Stiller, Kirsten, Kristen Wiig, Sean Penn, Adam Scott. Let's go ahead and just jump into this one. Uh, it's one of my like favorite comfort movies of all time, for sure. It's going to be a fun one to talk about. So um, we'll dive in. I'm going to start with Eeny, Meeny, Seth. Let's, let's get your thoughts on Walter Mitty. Meeny, Meeny, Seth. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be honest. I was a bit like on and off watching this today. Well, I did watch it, but very on and off because... Hadn't you seen it before, though? I have seen it before, yeah. yeah I watched it. Well, that's I, what I thought. I watched it very recently. I watched it like... Um, I think me and I actually watched it on Christmas Day, I think. Like we just—I don't know why but we switched on Christmas Day. Um, so a year ago. Shit, man! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I was about to say you celebrate yeah, Christmas on a different recently, day. Yeah. I thought it was like July. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so like a year ago then, apparently. Cool. Um, yeah, I—I I really like it. I—I I, um, I think it was different than what i was expecting but also the same you know it's a very much straightforward chasing your dreams kind of story getting out of your comfort zone finding something new building opportunities and and doing what you're not comfortable with and i think that that shows i think what i was most impressed by with this film from the start is actually the the technical aspects of it like visually this film is unbelievable at points there are so many sequences are in it that are directly dreamlike you know like the like the, like the film of synopsis you know attention to detail with his storytelling attention to detail with his technicalities and i think the cinematography was kind of the most you know impressive thing to me um i do think storytelling wise you know it's a bit same old same old you, you know you've seen one film like this you've seen it before but it has this kind of unique way of making you just feel so good whether that's down to ben's still a director didn't he yeah 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 he did yeah well, that's down to obviously his directing, uh, his direction, should I say, um, his his role, or just the many events he goes on and the many characters he meets along the way. Um, so many likable ones, so much you can take from it. And even though it is cliche and, and maybe melodramatic and maybe over-sentimental, it kind of works. Like, I really, really like it. I, I think me and Anna both just... I don't, you know, it was like one of those kind of feel-good films. It feels like, you know, that classic saying, it feels like a warm hug. That's exactly what this film is. And I think that was always the goal. You know, it doesn't really want to be anything more. It's just a, it tells important life info, life stories, and it tells you to get out there and do your own thing, which I think is cool. Um, I also remember the, the uh, well, I kind of realized today, the soundtrack's really, really good as well. Really, really like that. Soundtrack's great. So good. Um, really, it, really uh, good. It, it, it what started the... Uh, oh, oh, never gonna yeah, okay. I, I can't, like, I can't think <laughs> I of it, but like, that's what this, that's what this movie, yeah, this yeah, song yeah. is from, right? Yeah, that's that was the start of this, yeah. Really, really, really good soundtrack, and it, it works kind of that's the one, yeah. It works kind of in line with the film so well. Um, and yeah, like when I watched it today, kind of felt the same, you know, nothing really changed. I do think, again, storytelling is a bit over sentimental, but whatever, it works exactly as it needs to. 
Um, I'm tall. I haven't re-logged it yet. I did have it at a four star. I might move down to a 3.5 or I might keep it at four. I'm not really too sure yet. Um, but either way, really, really like it. I think it's a good film. Um, probably better than I imagined it to be after I read the synopsis for the first time as well. Uh, so yeah, 3.5 or four. I'm kind of undecided um, on second watch anyway. Cam, I think you're the lowest of the of us four on it with the 3.5, I think. But uh, yeah, let's hear your thoughts. I think you're the lowest. Yeah, I was at a 3.5. So I watched this for the first time, I think, but I think I've seen it before. Or I've seen parts or something. Um, so I had it at 3.5 and then I like sat through my, my day and I'm like, oh, I don't think I really like it that much. So I dropped it down to a three, like a 64 out of 100 around there. Um, so still a high three. Um yeah, I didn't love it. I wish I liked it more. Uh, I was I, I kind of had like this mental image in my head that it would make me feel like like Ted Lasso does, um, and it just didn't. Honestly, it just didn't like, you know, give me that joyous feeling that I was hoping for as much as I as much as I wanted to. And I think a lot of that is I don't love Ben Stiller in this or Kristen Wiig. Don't love them in this, and I. I don't know why exactly, but I just don't think their chemistry works all that well. I don't think Kristen Wiig was all that amazing. Uh, ben Stiller is a good dramatic actor, um, but I think, and and while I do think a lot of <clears throat> uh, comedic actors are fantastic dramatic actors, like uh, like obviously Jason Sudeikis and then a- a- Adam Sandler, I think Andy Sa- Sandberg's great in dramatic roles. Like I think they do the best transition from comedic to. Um, to uh dramatic i don't think his worked as well um this is probably the most dramatic role i feel like i've seen him in can't think if there's like too much still more. yeah what else would it be um carry on i'm sure he's yeah the royal tenenbaums is very comedy yeah uh comedy drama yeah but you're probably right actually from what I can yeah do. i think this is the most dramatic and i don't think he was amazing um i think he's fine just didn't love him um i think what holds this up oh you got it uh, i was gonna say I don't know if you guys have seen it. I think Tyler has the Merowitz stories. That's kind of dramatic oh, role. Yeah. Yeah. Green, there, Greenberg but... as well. He's, he's in a lot of bomb back stuff, I think, too. Yeah, he's been a he couple. is. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, say that. Maybe I'll watch those and see how much more I like him. But it's good. Um, yeah, I think he, it just didn't sell me a whole lot on this. Um, uh, I Like you mentioned, I think the... Um, I think the cinematography is like what makes this movie really great or really good. Um, but the rest of it just didn't work for it for me as much. Um, I think Sean Penn was really good. Um, in his like you know five minutes or whatever. I forgot he was in this. Honestly, I love that scene. That scene's great. Uh, Yeah, it's a great scene. Um, just didn't like come away from this. Oh man, didn't come away from this as like loving it as much as I would have liked to. Um, so yeah, I brought it down to a sixty-four. Um, three out of five stars. Well, we, we got a Grinch there in Cam. Um, George, <laughs> Walter Mitty. Uh, yeah, I like Walter Mitty a lot. I hadn't rewatched it in a long time. Um, but yeah, like Seth says, just like that warm hug that you just kind of need every so often. Um, I think this movie is just filled with so many like really cool, like just sweet moments. And I think that's what elevated it for me. And then like Seth said, the soundtrack on top of those moments, like the scene where he's riding the bike and you have of monsters and men going in the background, I think is just fantastic. I think the entire sequence where he's running towards the helicopter and he's kind of like, it's just like this bundle of hope and you have David Bowie going in the background, even though Kristen Wiig is kind of singing it. Um, I think they utilize the soundtrack in this movie just fantastically. you got Grace Mitchell popping in every so often, which I think is just fantastic. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, this movie is just a compilation of a lot of just awe-inspiring scenes. It's just fantastic work on a narratively, and then you have, I got to completely disagree with Cam on Ben Stiller. I think he's great in this movie. Kristen Wiig, a bit iffy here and there. I didn't buy their relationship, but I, don't I really liked her in general, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a, like a, I think she's not a huge. I actually yeah. think I like her in most things. I just I didn't love her in this. Yeah, I just I just I I, I didn't like buy their movie. relationship, and that's like one part of the movie that just I like that kind of holds it back. And I say holds it back loosely, even though I still give this movie a four out of five stars. Um, but when you're trying to push a relationship that strongly in a movie, you need to have a little bit of better chemistry. And I think that was the the, the part that kind of like maybe stops this movie from truly being like a four and a half for me. Um, but Ben Stiller, I like, I think he plays that like dramatic, uh, hopeful character really well. Um, and then I, I think it, like Seth pointed out the final, um, uh, it, it, not final, but one of the last conversations he has is with Sean Penn's character. I think that entire sequence is just really fucking fantastic. Like they're just kind of enjoying life and they're just talking about nonsense. Um, and that's kind of just what I like about this movie. It's just, it's very hopeful. Um, it is a, a really good, feel-good movie. It's a warm hug that I really enjoy. I love the soundtrack. I love these large, wide landscape shots and just these moments like him on the skateboard, um, him on the bicycle, uh, him with the helicopter, these conversations he's having with the the boat crew and Sean Penn's character and Kristen Wiig's character. I just think this movie is just filled with a lot of tender moments, and, and that's just what makes it great. Um, and then on top of that, I just think it's a really cute story. It's just a guy doing the most for the absolute least for a company that doesn't care about him, that's being overrun, to find this really tiny, small picture. And when we get into spoilers, we'll talk about that picture because that's like my favorite part of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like this movie a lot. It's a four out of five for me. Um, fantastic soundtrack. Great Ben Stiller performance. Um, four out of five. Good, good movie. I yeah. uh, I take back my Kristen Wiig comment. I just think she's all right. <laughs> what are you? You, you remember? You remembered Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Oh my there. god, like she's one of the better. Parts I for there. I forgot about that. Not Jesus one of the better Christ. roles. Isn't that the good like Wonder Woman? Good... No, no, yeah, that's that's one of the worst movies. Which is ever. the good Wonder Woman? Is that just called Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah it's just the first one. Ever. It's extreme. Uh, um, I tweeted the other day or yesterday, I think, saying um like movies that aren't Christmas movies, but the Christmas adjacent. I didn't think of Walter Mitty, but I guess it kind of is. It came like the first time I ever saw it was when it came out in theaters when I worked at a movie theater. And it was on Christmas Day. It came out, and then looking at my letterbox, wow. log, I watched it in 2021 on December 21st, and then just rewatched it now. So it's like every time I've ever watched this movie, it's like Christmas time. So I guess it's like Christmas adjacent enough. But I, I think it might be like the highest tier on it. I guess like I love the soundtrack so much. Of this movie, like Seth said, is over sentimental and like in your face with the messaging. But I think it just works here. I think it's just a nice bundle of joy, and it's a nice hopeful movie. Like there's so much overt symbolism, like when he gets to Greenland for the first time and they're like, we have two cars left, the red car, the blue car, like very obviously in your face, like what, which, what you're going to choose. He chooses the red car. And then um, Sean Penn gives him that last image in a wallet. And then he, he's like, what, what do you do with these? Like I threw away the wallet. It's like, you don't realize when life gives you such a massive gift and you just throw, sometimes you just throw away something that could be the greatest thing ever. And I just think I just, for me, the messaging works in this movie, even though it is like so in your face soundtrack is just phenomenal. 
and just Ben Stiller, I really do enjoy in this role too. Um, I, I'm with George there. I do really like him in this. Uh, the relationship was, yeah, whatever. But Adam Scott just is so good at playing that just punchable, like annoying yeah, douche. Adam Scott's great in everything. So good I love punchable. I, um, I, I hated the beard, though. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. It doesn't look right. I think that's the point, though, to like right. make him look like extra douchey. But like it just does not look normal. Right. But yeah, yeah like the, the what George said about how – He's just doing so much for a company that doesn't give a shit about him. It's just, it's just such a great way to put it. It's just, he really sees his life by, by the opportunity in this movie. He, the, like you said, the company's laying him off. He's worked there for years, probably has barely gotten raises. He just kind of goes, does his job. He doesn't really have much of an outside life. He still hangs with his sister and go see her in her local plays and hangs out with his family, which there's nothing wrong with, but it just doesn't seem like he's like a big, like, he doesn't have a ton of friends and hanging out with guys outside of people he just works with. So finally he gets this opportunity to do something big with his life or his career as one final shining moment. And it just works for me in every way. Like I, the first time, like the dirty paws by monsters and men is just so great. I didn't so realize good. they were an, an Icelandic band. So it just seems like from a director standpoint, he really paid attention to so much detail with, you know, he's going to Iceland. He's going to use Icelandic bands as the music. You know, the cinematography was really great, really showcased the the culture and like the scenery of that country very well. Even though I do see that it took place in Greenland and Iceland, but it was filmed completely in Iceland. And I wonder if like Greenland and Iceland, people get annoyed about that when people confuse their conflate the two countries. But, um, yeah, Ben Stiller, I really enjoyed this, his performance in this and directing. Cam and I touched on, I don't even remember when, like a couple weeks ago maybe, we're like, what's Ben Stiller been up to lately? Because uh, I think no. Severance is his big thing, is it, uh, making Severance. But uh, he's not really acting much, not really directing much on a movie side of things. Think recently. I feel like we did, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was yeah. one of the real talks, but I, I want to see was, more from yeah. him because his direction is all over the place in terms of like he's done this and then he's also done like the Zoolander movies. Yeah. I didn't realize he directed Rose. Zoolander 1. He directed Zoolander 1? Yeah, which I was surprised. I didn't realize he was in the directing one. game. That's the good oh, one. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't even. I, honestly, I didn't even. I, I think he directed both, but. Yeah, I didn't even think that he directed, directed Walter yeah. Mitty until I like went to log this on Letterboxd. Yep, stand by. Let me. Yep, so his directorial movies. Um, he had a couple before, but then Zoolander one, Tropic Thunder, great directed movie. Yeah. Wasn't Zoolander one like 2001? He was direct. Jesus. I mean, his, he has a directed oh, feature oh. film in 1994 and then 1996 with Reality Bites and The Cable Guy. And then Zoolander two was 2016. But it looks like TV with Severance directing that has really been his own thing lately. Um, so not the most booked and busy guy, but it seems like he he's more of a Severance is his baby type of guy. But yeah, I don't know. This movie is just everything I wanted it to be. I really enjoy it. It's just. Every time I watch it, I immediately like look up ticket prices to Iceland because I'm it just is a perfect tourism <laughs> movie for Iceland. Yeah, this makes you want to go visit there so badly. Yeah. I just want to so bike incredible. the streets of Iceland. So yeah, bad, put some really. rocks on my hands and <laughs> yeah. longboard down the slope. <laughs> but yeah, just think it always makes me want to go to Iceland. It makes me just want to travel and get up and like this definitely falls under the categories of movies you watch. And you just want to quit your job immediately. So depending on how you're feeling about your job, it can be a dangerous movie to watch. If you're not loving your job too much, you might get rash and quit the next day. But um, like George said, we'll touch on spoilers a bit. There's like really not a ton here. It's not really a big spoilery movie, but you can kind of touch on what you wanted to talk about the, the, the last photograph. Yeah. Cause that's really the kind of the only thing that's like a spoiler, I guess. But yeah, I'll, I'll kick it over to George. Yeah. That, that was like the only, I, I remember the first time watching this movie, which was a long time ago, but I like, as I was rewatching it, I was like, I so clearly remember thinking that they weren't going to reveal what that. Should we wait for Cam or did Bye. we? Know? Cam hates that we like this movie so much. He <laughs> <laughs> had to leave. Um, no, I, I remember the first time I watched this movie, I was so like hell bent on thinking like they're not going to show us what that picture is. It's going to be like one of those things where it's just like 
you imagine it like what could have possibly been like 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 what's in the suitcase in pulp fiction like one of those things like one of film's biggest questions yeah um but the reveal i think is just like the most beautiful thing in the world because it's an entire movie about this guy jumping out of his comfort zone um you know finding this courage to go on this massive adventure to find his 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 boss after being you know this like tyler said just this guy that just shoves his face into work doesn't have a lot of friends outside of work he hangs out with his sister and his mom that's about it um and then that final shot after this entire adventure he went on is a thank you basically for being so committed to his work he's like sitting outside of um life magazine and I'm, the assumption obviously is that sean penn took that picture from afar um so i think that's just like the most just beautiful ending to this movie possible just after all he went through after you know this adventure he went on to be recognized by his boss after being shit on by adam scott's character for two hours straight um it, it's just a really nice like little sentiment to, to to walter mitty as a character and it's like a nice little like congratulations like you just went on this fucking fantastic adventure but I want you to know that you're well respected in your community of work. Like I, and, and I being Sean Penn, see the work you're putting in your and this image on you know the final edition of Life Magazine is my way of saying thank you. And it was just such a cool little ending. Every time I watch this movie, I just feel so warm and fuzzy inside, especially when like they reveal that final um, magazine cover. No, that when that final magazine cover is revealed, I always get just like the biggest, stupidest grin on my face. Like it was just such a wholesome way to end the yeah, movie. Yeah. And I love his like dorky little character. Like Kristen Wiggs, like, aren't you gonna buy a copy? He's like, Yeah, I should probably do that. I just didn't want to like <laughs> wanted to play it off cool. Like, it'd probably be kind of weird if I bought it right here. But yeah, it just kind of plays into the whole movie of like it's it's just so like you know, it could be considered overly wholesome, overly sentimental, but this is just like a movie it works for. It it, it stays true to that the entire time. Um, like I just love how like even when he's going through these crazy trials, he's still just thinking about like Chris and Wiggs kid. And he's like, oh, I could get this, you know, longboard for him and get a present for him. And he's just like teaching him tricks. And just, just a dude who just doesn't really have a lot in the social realm of things that has always been a me- well-meaning guy. We didn't even touch on the, like the match.com dude, which I just thought was like hilarious. Hysterical. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I forgot about that until now. Like it just, <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Then it just starts like yeah. when it, at the beginning of the movie, it's like, have you done anything exceptionally? It's like, no, I'm just kind of a loser. And then at the end, he's like, he's like, you know, you're not at all what I pictured. <laughs> all the stuff he told me at the beginning, you told me you were like a loser. And done Even like throughout the movie, Walter Mitty's like, dude, I'm in Iceland right now. The guy's like, what the fuck, bro? He's like, I'm about to scale a volcano. He's like, dude, what <laughs> happened to you in the last two days? <laughs> uh, good stuff anyone else got anything else to say on this one no a good good movie and the one thing i just want to stress is that is that the company the combination of the soundtrack and the landscape just make for some of just like the most inspiring scenes out there mm-hmm. the, the, uh, what, that was not english that's crazy <laughs> uh the 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 what is wrong with me? anyone's <laughs> listening? I apologize. It's too late. Hey man, we're we're recording like late here. Um, <laughs> I think the landscape kind of makes it because you know Iceland is one of these places that is dreamlike. It kind of you know completely offers that, and you can completely absorb the sentiment as well. And like Tyler said, it's like one of those play one of those films that makes you want to do what he's doing. If anything, it's a bad thing because I bet people have quit their job because of this and messed up. So maybe we should mm-hmm. be you know condemning this film. <laughs> 
But like in the long run, I think that it does exactly what it says and it wants you to get up and do things. And I think it's as much as it is over sentimental and a bit cliche, it works. And I like it. It works. It mm-hmm. works for this movie, especially it, like especially like what you said, like Iceland, Greenland, very dreamlike. They're very surreal locations, which I my, think fits this like very surreal movie. Like it's this guy who's like having visions of him saving cats out of burning buildings and shit like that. So I think my, it all um, meshes very well together. My dad went to Iceland like last week, actually. Oh, shit. Uh, and he was sending me photos and it's, it's genuinely like that as well. Like it's not. Go. Is he back it, from there? But yeah, there's like a volcano erupting there right now. He went, he went for like, because it's not too far from us. It's only like three oh, hours, of planes, three yeah. hour play, a, a flight, I think. And he, he went for like three days, just casually, just wanted to go to Iceland, I guess. Um, looks just exactly as, as it does, you know, in the mm-hmm. film. So that's definitely a, a go-to for anyone for me. We should, we should all, we should all link there and record a real talk episode. Yeah, real. from one of the hot springs. That'd be, yeah. that'd be unreal. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to our Icelandic listeners because I know we have a couple patrons from Iceland. We, we, ship, we, we do, shipped yeah. real talk merch to pay, uh, to Iceland before. Um, I have seen a lot of stuff on the news that there's like a crazy volcano going on there. So hopefully you're you're safe and you're all good in, in Iceland. But uh, shout out to you all. Shout out to our patron for recommending this one, which was, I have it right here, Reese David. Um, we had a blast. All, all Everyone on this podcast right this second had a blast at this movie and really enjoyed it <laughs> and didn't sit there thinking the rest of the day about, man, I didn't like that actually after I, after I watched it earlier this morning. But uh, we don't know what happened to Cam. Hopefully everything's all good there. But um, we hope you enjoyed this review and we will see you on Monday with Real Talk episode 67. Peace. Peace.